This is WSN. Love it or leave it. The underdog's on top, and you can either agree or disagree with her. But either way, the tribe is all here. This is a tribe called Chess. You can call the show anytime at 855-77-WYLDE. That's 855-779-9533. Welcome to a tribe called Jess, and the tribe is definitely all here tonight. And I'm so excited. I'm in this off-hinge mood. I have Frank the Tank, Frank Diaz, I have Julio Diaz, Scott, our baby boy. That is my official name for him and my lifer who knows my crazy Jeff who produces the show and makes all things happen. Hi, guys. How are you? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What a a very Philly thing to say. (laughs) East Coast. Thank you. I'm from Philly. It's like when I go home, you see across the street like, yo, what's going on? Dead set. So... (laughs) Um, I'm so happy to be here in such a great mood. It's been such a great day. Um, my allergies, I had to wear a hat last week because literally my eyes felt like they were closing. I had just swollen all around. I finally could put like proper makeup on. Got my Botox today. Shout out to Dr. Arzanon. He's the best. He's been working on my face for 20 years. Nice. <laughs> Haven't been under the knife with him yet, but uh, Northern Virginia Surgical Arts, he's amazing. He, he he doesn't really do anybody's Botox anymore, but he does do mine. Um, so got the face, and that'll set in in about the next two weeks. But I can see again. It helps you see as you get older. He's slow. It's taken him 20 years, and he's still not finished. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So I am going to go under the knife with him. So we'll have a before and after of that. I'm a little scared of that, but I'm excited to do it. Take um, it to the next level. Huh? Yeah, he has offices in Arlington, Manassas, um, and he's so excited about the MMA and all that. Um, he has Gainesville and Warrington as well. So just want to plug him because I just absolutely adore him. And then um, we went. We had uh, Copa Elite grappling. I thought so. I went into it. Of course, I post for socials for Cagezilla. I do BVIP concierge. Anybody looking for a table um, for TCB fights, um, any of the other events, and obviously Cagezilla hit me up, as well as all the advertising because we have a ton of advertising options, whether they be, you know, print on the ring. Uh, seat covers all the way to digitizing. Um, there's so many options. I've done this with Jeff um, off and on for a long time. Um, and it's a great way to get your name out there because not only is it during the events, but it's broadcast and recast on or posted up to YouTube. And if you don't follow Cagezilla and the Wild Style Network on YouTube, please go and subscribe. My goal is to get us to a thousand. You be doing me a huge favor. People, friends with Frankie, Jeff, Scott, um, and Julio, please subscribe to the Wild Style Network, Cagezilla, everything. So we appreciate that. It takes two seconds. Sign up, sign up. Sign up, sign up. Good and content. then um, shout out to my girl uh, over at, um, doing a few shout outs because they I believe in supporting small business just as they support us. Uh, Vivian Nail Bar and Spa over in Fairfax. Uh, they're all Fairfax Boulevard. She owns Divine. Um, I've been going to her since I was 24 years old. She owns them. Oh, She's nice. an amazing friend, one of my closest friends. And her spas are an experience. It's not like walking in a normal nail salon. Definitely drop Tribe Called Jess at Vimeon and you get a discount. So well, make sure you take me. You know, I like my manis and my petties. Your mani- you do get manis and petties. Heck yeah, I get facials too. I oh, do? Yeah. New. Do you? At the spa, not the other kind of facials. <laughs> uh. Sure. <laughs> Let me clear that. I was going to say, I give them, I don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to clarify that. Hey. You never, they're going to find the cure to youth in, in, in those kind of facials, Jeff. And then it's going to be a thing. Watch. Um, do you get Manny Petties, guys? I don't know where Scott went. Jeff, do you? No. Scott's eating. Oh, I, do I, do my, I do my own. Do you? Yeah, I don't want those cruddy ass thing getting nail fungus from those places and infections. I mean, I think you have to go to the right places, right? I, I mean, there's places yeah, I've nervous. been where I'm like, no, but je- uh, I'm being serious. And for no other reason, Jess's places are so clean. It's like a Manhattan spa. Um, but I respect guys that take care of their skin, uh, nails, feet. Like, they don't have to be perfect. Like, but, yeah, those get ratchet, too. Girls get ragged on. I'm like, have you seen your snaggles down there? <laughs> but just going there, it feels so relaxing. 
Yeah. You know, the environment is nice. You can, they massage my calves, my legs, my feet. Uh-huh. The, the women love me there. I'm like, oh, I'm do like they show you? Do they show you their feet as well? Is that an, <laughs> do you pay extra for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I do enjoy that too. <laughs> and real quick plug, uh, and we'll get we'll get after it, and I'll talk some smack because I'm just in this crazy mood. Like I described my mood to Frankie today as the mood I get when I'm just in a mood. To, <clears throat> I think I'm untamed right now. I need to be untamed. I've been so tame, um, and I don't mean drinking. I mean like I just want to go out and dance until like. I don't even care if it's from like 10 p.m. to 11 a.m. the next day. But my mood tonight is like that mood I get in where I go to the pre-party and then I'm like, yeah, let's go dance, dance, dance. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go to the after party and then the after after party. And then um, let's sleep for two hours and do it all again. <laughs> oh, that's my mood. That I sent that to you. I was like, you did, you did. I was like, does it make sense to you, Frankie? Completely. Um, but we are having... Um, TCB fights July fifteenth Muay Thai boxing Jeff I'm saying all that right correct yes uh, it's a miracle I'm getting it guys I'm getting it and it's going to be awesome if you haven't been down to the Salisbury Center get your tickets it's a really cool experience I'm so proud of my friend Jeff um, I've been here not since day one but off and on with him and just the way it's just leveled up into this amazing facility experience. I mean, it's like going for a full night out. Like, it's just, it's just very cool. Um, so get your tickets. Hit me up for VIP tables. If you haven't got a table, you got a table. Yeah. Well, so to ask you, you reserved my table, right? I did. Jeff, I know yeah. Jeff got it down. So Perfect. We're excited. I got we can't it. Wait. I got it. Jeff, we got the ring girls too, right? That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better bring that game. Bring your own girl. Is there a bikini contest after that one? Always. Okay. So, yep. Oh, and I don't know. Then. I don't know if I'll come then. But go real quick, the, gra- the, end, right? the grappling was really cool. Like, I actually was like, this is awesome. Um, got to see uh, Colton Smith fight. I haven't seen him fight since, God, 2011 or 12, so, or have a match. Um, that was cool because I, oh, I knew you posted in your story, right? Yeah, that, I knew. That, like, that, not knockdown, but it was like the takedown. Oh, that was different. But, that wasn't uh, from the grappling when he lifted. Oh, that was yeah, the that grappling. Was. Yeah. That was that was three grand, wasn't it? Oh, I was up close and personal, yeah. and I was like, "Is that guy alive?" It scared me for a minute, but yep, he was like out and then got up and yeah, was just like he wanted to fight, and I'm like, "Please don't let him go back in as a mom, don't." <laughs> <laughs> and our friend Millie, her son Randall Harris, will be at TCB fight. So oh, our best friend Millie, you saw. Uh, she was out with us in D.C. Oh, okay. She hits me up last night. She's like, Randall's fighting in that. I'm so scared, Jess. I'm so scared. So, uh, you know, as a mom, I totally relate. You know, your kid's going out there. But I'm like, he'll be fine, and we're here. But I think she might come up for it. So really exciting to see that. So uh, let's see. Let's get after it. Frankie, all week I've heard I'm killing it in the gym. I'm killing it in the gym. <laughs> And I'll say you're scaring me. Like, I'm going five, six days a week. I'm like, maybe I need to go seven. I get very competitive. I know, I know. But I'm in the zone. You got you me in the zone so now. You're so in the zone. I'm, like, hitting it hard. Two-hour sessions. Oh No, I know. I'm a little jealous. Like, I get, I don't, in a good way, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't compete. I'm excited. Like, I'm like, yeah, pump me up. I want to go more. <laughs> well, you know, I'm past that, that time where, like, I would be sore and couldn't walk. Now I'm like, as soon as I'm done, I have more energy now. Right. I come out with more energy than when I went in there. Plus your trainer, Jesus Christ, you sent me these (laughs) photos of her. I'm like, I'd be there three hours if I was a dude. She is hot as shit, Jeff. Remind me to have him show you the pictures. You got it. She first of all, this girl. Any nudes? Any nudes, Frankie? (laughs) That's the next level of training, right? (laughs) Exercising in the nude. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Look at what, what are you, why aren't you saying anything? Do you have any nudes or not? No, I don't. I know. No nudes? No. I've never been a nude picture sender. I think I talked about that on a show. Like, yeah, no. That's just not have my you thing. Frankie? Have you what? sent a little D pic? Shower pic? Um, not really. I mean, once or twice, <laughs> but, you know, and I don't like asking for any. If a girl sends me, she sends me. Guys, but, uh, word to the wise do not. Ask a chick or, or just first of all, don't ask for nudes when you don't know her. I mean, I've been asked for that. I'm just like, what in the actual that was back in probably when the Snapchats first came out, like, <laughs> you know, and Snapchat was normal. Now it's like if somebody says, what's your snap? I'm like, are you joking? Uh, I was on it because of my son. And then the unsolicited D pics. I'm like, 
I do not want to see your D ever and definitely <laughs> never now. <laughs> you should have kept that under wraps. I mean, um, I mean, I do have videos like other people recording me. Of what? <laughs> Pray tell. What do Pray you tell. think? <laughs> Playing around. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Shut up. So look, look, I don't, I'm old school. I don't record stuff, but it doesn't stop people from So recording. girls have videos of you? <laughs> you you brought it up. Somewhere. We've been at I've been at parties where one thing leads to another, and then I find myself in situations. <laughs> that means you had a lot to drink. Where friends are. Uh, oh, she get off of where, where a couple of my friends would be recording stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I know. What the fuck? Yeah, I would. Die. Don't put yourself me, in those situations. I know. And they'll, then they'll send me the pictures and the videos and be like, "Hey, oh, by the way, look." I would. Like, oh, okay. Oh my God, has that happened to you, Jeff? We found our new porn star, Jeff. You know that my best friend was a porn producer for uh, years, right? Do you remember the title of one of these? DC debauchery number <laughs> one through ten, or no twenty, whatever it was. So you and I, way back years ago, were on the phone. Uh, and guys, if you hear background noise, there's rehearsal for a quinceanera, and they uh, they really like Elvis. This is like, and then Julio told me that quinceanera is like old rock and roll. Anyway, Jeff and I are on the phone. I can't remember what year it was. This was a long time ago, like over 13 years ago, for sure. And you were like telling me, yeah, the, wasn't his name? Can I say his name? Yeah, Porno Dan. Porno Dan, okay. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, we're filming this porn. <laughs> and you guys were having a party later. And yep. I go, oh, like... You're, I go, what is the, uh, I didn't come to the party because I heard the title of this and I was like, uh, no. Um, I go, what's the title? And you're like, Mother's Milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I heard that's from Mother's Day weekend, at least. You know. uh, if yeah, Jeff that, cares that guy, to elaborate. That, that guy's a great uh, guy. But he's, uh, he's a little touched. He's he, actually still doing porn, is living he in, in Budapest. Is he in them, or he just a produces of, them? Uh, he mostly produces now, but, I mean, he, it's like you see all those movies. Those guys never get out of it totally. But he won, like, some award in Europe for a gonzo video. Like, he does all the gonzo type stuff where it's like... What's gonzo? Like Sorry. Just anything goes, and, like, people from off the streets. Yeah, you know, like, normal people, for the most part. Yeah. Or he'll get... Um, in porn? Yeah, and he has like a series called Fuck a Fan. <laughs> yeah, he gets porn stars coming in and they, they oh, get fans to come that. in. Yeah. I feel like I've If you led. look him up on like Pornhub and all that stuff, you'll find it. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. What's Pornhub? Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, he's still real big. I talked wow. to him probably six months ago. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. When I hear things like that, like there's a few of people I know in life. Where there's not, I, look, again, always no judgment zone. Live your life. He's happy. He's not hurting anybody. Who cares, right? But when I hear stuff like this, I feel like so pure. <laughs> so pure. I'm like, I've done, I've done well. I've you know, done the well. funny thing is so many people look down on that guy. I don't. And that guy was the president of his fraternity. Yeah. He was a national account sales rep for a huge computer company. Yeah. Dropped all that because that's what he liked to do. And he was... And again, I'm not holding this against any of my friends because everybody's busy and is like at a prime when everybody's getting married and yeah. having kids and all that. He's the only one of my friends who called every week to check on my dad when he was going through chemo yeah. and everything. Wow. Yeah. And he's just like that kind of guy. So Here's my thing. Like, I, I was, I get asked all the time, so just to kind of reiterate your point, like, why are you doing a pie? Why do you do this? You're like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and we do it at nine o'clock at night. I prepare. I do my regular day job. I, you know, do stuff with Cagezilla, all that. I was like, because I, I really love it. And when you yeah. really love something, you know, you're passionate about it. I don't care it's 9 o'clock at night, and I'll go back and listen back twice as, before I even fall asleep tonight because I yeah. want to, you know, was it good? Did we talk about good stuff? Laugh. Um, and so when you're passionate about something, whether it's porn, this, or whatever that is, I mean, some people's passion is having kids or computers or whatever and I, I i hate when people judge people but then i think jeff that just goes back to one of the episodes we talked about where things like even this it's so 
looked down upon because sexuality is viewed so different in this country. For sure. Yeah. I think we're on the same page. Don't you agree, Frankie? Yeah, totally. It, you know, it really is. Uh, I don't I don't want to go deep into it. So anyway. So but what else? Yeah, so my training's going okay, well. Okay, so training's going well. It's got me feeling amazing. Good. It's got me feeling so good that I think maybe I might start dating. You are? Yeah. How I are think. you going to go about this? I don't I'm know. excited. You have to pick the right girl, though, because I'm going to have dibs on who you pick. Well, I have a question for you. What? Since I'm thinking about dating, I wanted to ask you. I hope not on a date. We're way too good of friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. When's the last time that you actually went on a real date? What does real date mean? And that's what I was going to ask you, too. What do you consider a real date? I Damn mean, a legit date. <laughs> Am I blushing five shades of red? <laughs> I actually know the answer to this. Um, it's very sad. <laughs> so I, I want to preface this by saying I was in a, until March of 2022, I was in a seven year relationship. So okay. I've been single a year and what is it? Four months now, whatever it is. Um, a real date. So to me, a real date, because this never happens for me, is a guy that actually planned the date. Okay. Asked me out, planned the date. I said yes, which <laughs> I'm so picky. <laughs> and I didn't have to split it with him. I didn't have to pay. <laughs> he actually offered to pay. Um, so that would be a real date. I know when it was. It was December of 2014. Jesus. That was the last time. Now, not saying like the way my ex and I hooked up was through, like we knew each other through people. You yeah. know what I mean? So it wasn't like, oh, go on a date with me type situation. So not downing him in any way. December 2014, I remember where it was. I will give this guy kudos. I won't say his name, but he not only took me on a date, planned it, but he took me to Tao, Uptown Tao in New York. Nice. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. It was so fun. So the t December 2014 was the last time I didn't have to pay and somebody properly asked me and they planned it all and I didn't have to do anything but get dressed up and try to look pretty. That's good. That's good. Those are fun ones. Yeah. Shoot. God, I think that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I dated, I think last time I did it was like a 20, what was it 2021 Julio? Is that when it was? Fall of 2021. Because it wasn't last year, no. 2021. So I was dating this girl, right? She was pretty hot. But in fall, oh, 2021. Okay, yeah. But interestingly, and let me adjust. People kept asking her, right? Because she was hot. She had a nice body, nice rag, big ass. <laughs> nice rack. And <laughs> they, kept, they kept asking her if she yeah. was real. And she would be like, what the, what the fuck do they mean am I real? Because they thought, you know, her fake boobs, her fake butt, mm -hmm. which leads me to this question. Yeah. Have you ever been asked? about your boobs are they real and if you have how do you feel if someone would come up to you and be like hey are those real <laughs> have I been asked <laughs> real expensive real expensive <laughs> and by the way real expensive that I paid for for myself I love that assumption that somebody else paid for my my boobs nope all me um so two things I get asked about absolutely I've been asked first of all I worked at um when I got my boobs I worked at Hooters um, and I didn't get them because I worked there. Um, I got really thin. I had big boobs and then lost all my boobs. Oh. And so I got my boobs and yes, of course. I mean, they were they were fresh off the table. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny to me, I, I, I do and I'll, I'll get to what I respond, but I get asked a lot when I put on a little more weight mm -hmm. and I think it's just, the way I'm made is I get that natural BBL look. So I'll get guys that are like, is your ass, girls too, is your ass real? Do you have a fake butt? And I'm like, when, cause I didn't really know that was like a thing. And I'm like, what do you mean? Do I have a fake butt? Yeah. <laughs> and like, people will be like, I'm like, well, I don't know. How do you prove it? Like put a pin in it. Does it pop? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, it depends. Like, so part of having, to me, when you have fake boobs and, and people that have fake breasts, breasts, I'll use the right word, um, I think in a test is they kind of don't feel like yours, especially at first. So like when you're getting asked, you're kind of like, yeah, they're fake. Some people I've seen get really offended. 
Um, especially when I was younger, I just didn't get offended. And I think part of having fake boobs is you're going to get asked that, especially if you work in an industry um, like Hooters. I mean, it, Hooters is definitely, I had a ton of family customers this, but it's still Hooters, yeah. right? Um, and... But sometimes, like, randos will just come up out of nowhere and be like, excuse me, ma'am, are your boobs fake? And I'm like, excuse me, what? Like, why are you asking me this? Yeah. Like, that's kind of creeperish. Like, I'm like, that's never okay, just a rando. But if, like, I know the person or, you know, we're hanging out in the same crowd and someone's just in quit. Because I get it. Like, people are like, well, like, people are so fascinated by it. To me, it's so <laughs> common. I'm like... They're boobs. What? Whatever. Well, as guys, doesn't no matter how old we get, we see a nipple. We're like, ooh, a nipple. I would say though, guys <laughs> out there, a ge- I'm a little bit more. I think easy. I say easygoing about that stuff, but I'm just, I'm not easily offended like yeah. some women, and I do understand why they find it offensive. So I would advise against walking up to a girl, whether you know her or not, and just saying that unless you're in the situation where you just really know that girl and you know you're comfortable with asking her that or ask it a certain type of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I know women that are actually proud of them. You know, they get the surgery done and they can't wait to, like, show them off. And they're like, oh, look, yeah. I just got these. I, I was never a big fan of, like, fake breasts until I played with my first set. <laughs> and some guys don't like food. Like, and I see girls out there. Sorry, my hair is doing something weird. Um, I see girls out there that have, like, some guys don't like fake breasts. Yeah. And um, I see some girls out there where I'm like, you should never get fake boobs. Like, um, like they're, not that they have big boobs, but they're perfect. And they I can imagine them with boobs. And I'm like, I have two friends in particular I, I am thinking of. And I'm like, never get fake boobs. Like, you would look awkward. Um, and I also tell girls, like, remember when you get them and you go so big, they are going to make you look bigger as a person. Like, if I took my boobs out, I'd look even... I'm only 99.7 pounds. Camera probably puts on weight when I watch it pack. I'm like, oh, God. Um, but they make me look a little bigger than that right. sometimes, I think. So I advise women, be careful, you know, of what you're doing because you will, all in all, look bigger. And they get a little upset. But you know what, though? You know, science has come such a long way. Yeah. Like, now you can get, like fake breasts that I feel real I think so I was at a minor so, anatomical and I yeah they've done a lot better job what they've is it, done the, what is it called gummies, gummies right? Right? Yeah, gummies yeah, yeah. Gummies. and they're lifetime guarantee well they brought back silicone uh, minor saline they brought back silicone much safer version 20 years they'll tell us they're killing us like who knows um, you know yeah I, I, I look to each their own but yes I do get asked uh, you know less and less and I don't I don't necessarily mind, but guys don't go out there, you know. You're like, hey, hey, my hey. eyes are up here. My eyes yeah, are up here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's what you tell people, right? Yeah, you that's tell what I was saying last weekend. That. <laughs> last weekend I was out, right? And they're like, yeah. oh, Frankie, you're looking so good. You know, and then I'll be like, hey, hey, my eyes are up here. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, have you, do you ask girls that? Or what do you think about guys asking chicks, like, do you, walking up, do you have fake boobs? Like, what's your opinion on it? It's ignorant. Who cares? What, what do you mean? ignorant to ask them if they're fake or not because it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. They are what they are and it's none of your business. I mean, I guess guys out there listening, would you walk up to a girl and go if you absolutely knew are those your natural breasts? <laughs> like, in that yeah, way. Like, if you get it asking, right, it's a compliment. Well, say, this guy kept asking my girl, right? He, was like, he wasn't but, even asking if, they were, like, if she had real breasts. She was like, he was like, are you real? Are you real? And she was like, what do you mean am I real? I think he was wondering if she was really your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably more like yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Scott, as a young kid, do you, oh, sorry. Uh, do you ever get, like, intrigued to go ask a girl? Like, you're because you're younger. You're, like, what, 24, 25? Yeah. I'm super respectful. I, I never do any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can't imagine. You're going to be a good cat. I want to, like, do you have a girlfriend yet? Hopefully one day. Not yet? I got options. I just playing the long game you know why are you playing the long game are you afraid to stay on no when you know you know so you just gotta wait it out sometimes i love you scott you're gonna be such a good catch because you're a good be looking careful kid. how long you wait <laughs> that's the that's the only downside you could be having fun now but... well it's very true like you can still be having fun later too like me and me but i will tell you being single coming out of a and we have a little segment at the end coming out of a relationship 
you know, and being 47 at the time, I'm like, oh God, like this is way different. Like, and I had to adjust to that. We're, we'll get to that. Actually, we're doing a little segment at the end and we'll get to that. But it, yeah, don't wait too long. But actually, there's some fun in being this age too. And I think if you pick the right person, whether you're with a person or not, once you're past the kids and they're in college and out, I think it's a really enjoyable time for couples. And, you know, I think, yeah, wait for the right one. But Woo. don't be... I still have fun. Wait, wait for yeah. the person you want to make it right with, like there, we I, talked do, about. I'll, that's a good answer. Yeah. Like we talked about last week on the show. I think that's really good advice from Jay Shetty. I have a question for you. You have speaking, all kinds of questions tonight. Well, speaking of dating, because, I mean, nowadays it's so different, right? People always have, like, options. Yeah. So I notice how people get upset because, like, they'll be dating multiple women at the yeah. same time. But isn't that how, how people are nowadays? Like, you're not officially, like, dating until... We have a whole, we had a whole show on it. A situationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but not necessarily a situationship, like... If you're out there, you haven't really said, okay, we're in a relationship, you know, let's be monogamous. Right. Like, why do people get offended when you're like, you're out there? Because when you date, you date more than one person, right? Like, I mean, I haven't dated in a while, so I don't know. And I'm a one I don't guy think people. Anyway. Wait, I don't think people get offended. Um, I don't think, I, I don't think people make it clear to each other anymore. Yeah. Like... I do think dating used to be more uh, like you're dating, but there wasn't social media to interconnect everything. Correct, correct. Technology that interconnects. So if you were dating me on Tuesday and, you know, so your trainer on Friday, there would be no intersection. Now there's a lot of intersection. There's a lot of other things. So I, and people don't make it clear anymore, like of what their intention are, like, I'm really dating as to where you had to talk to each other back then. Communication flowed. You didn't have a choice. But I always feel that women, like, have more options, and then they get upset when a guy does the same thing. Like a double yeah, standard. I, I think I have a couple girls I know that, that do, but I think they don't, too. They're playing the field. The guy's playing the field. I mean, I think, again, I think... Um, Jeff talked about this. Kevin talked about this. Communication is key. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as a woman, you, you know, if you're upset that he hasn't called you or done something, I'm like, well, wait a second. Did you make it clear you wanted to? Did you ask the question, are we uh, uh, exclusive or what are we doing? We leave, as women, oftentimes we leave the responsibility to the men to make that clear. I'm like, if you didn't have to ask the question, you have no right to be mad. Yeah. What has that guy done wrong? Nothing. You didn't clarify. So I think a lot of expectation is put on the men to clarify that shouldn't be. But okay, if a woman's okay. asked the question and he's kind of, I, I don't know if you listen to the show or I went through the different like uh, terms like ghosting. Um, yeah, now, but I, now I forget them all. Hold on. There was a bunch of different ones. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. if you're kind of leading breadcrumbing. Correct, yeah. And leading him in a direction, but really you're over there swiping right constantly. Well, yeah, I mean, women get a little upset and vice versa. Let me tell you, women women play too. It, it's a two-way street. Um, yeah. Well, the reason I asked for this is because, like I said, if I'm going to start dating, I got to see how, you know, what I'm expected to do or how I should. I think, uh, hold on, you're giving control to someone else. You have to control, first of all, you're always going to be okay no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's key. You, um, I think... When you, I, I, I think I've mentioned this many times, I'm not afraid to love again because after this breakup um, a year and a half ago, I for sure know I'll always be okay. So whether someone cheats on me, it doesn't mean it won't hurt. I know I'm always going to yeah. be okay. Or whether somebody, that's not what happened, by the way, guys. Um, or we break up, it, it's going to hurt, but I'll always be okay. But you need to be communicating. You control your card. So what you expect you expect what you communicate, and, and Frankie, you can read people. Yeah, but I'm saying the rules have changed, though. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about certain rules. Like, I'm not going to be out here thinking, like, okay, I'm going to go on one date for, you know, and see how it goes, and then just be with one person and, and see how far it goes. When people nowadays date multiple people at the same time until they make it official who they want to be with. Well, I don't know what your question is. I guess I would communicate... To, if you're going to do that, like just say, 
hey, you know, I'd really like to see you. If you feel like she's getting a little attached on date one, just be like, I really want, you have to have balls and be like, I want to make it clear that, you know, I'm out here seeing other people. I've had friends that absolutely do that and I respect the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're doing it for themselves. You have to take control of your own destiny in terms of what you want or if you're feeling a vibe with her and you're not sure then you have to communicate that or don't be mad if she's like oh you know what blah 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 and you're like i thought we were well you didn't ask so that's on you <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. just random questions i mean we'll yeah see how no it goes. i like it yeah i mean we'll see how it goes if i ever date i i'm so open to it and then i'm like i just yeah are you gonna yeah. do the online dating thing or not I know. I just talked about Tinder, like, I think what well, was episode two about. I talk about it all the time, the yeah. dating apps, but, like, yeah, I like, I, you know what I, I want to do is just do it, and then my girlfriends and I mess with people on it. <laughs> she starts ghosting people, gaslighting no, no, people, no, 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 leaving just, breadcrumbs. Just met, I never <laughs> go out on any dates, just met, I'm not getting, I just, at this point, the I look. At this point, the answer is no. Jeff, do you think I should get on a dating app or what? It's up to you. I mean, I, have you done? I don't one? care. No. Why haven't you done them? What's your opinion? Why? I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, just, just go just, old school, Jeff. Just go to bowl. Yep. I think I'm gonna do that. I think Pretty I'm gonna much, just I'm, go to old school. I meet people every, all the time, everywhere. I mean. My job sort of lends itself to meeting people yeah. and talking, you know. Yeah, I'm home a lot. See, I work from home, so <laughs> I, I feel think, like you're out all the time and you never meet anybody. First of all, I'm not out all the time lately. I am. I am going out like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I'm going to go boning. Um, going to a friend's birthday party in D.C. on Friday. So I'm going out because I feel like I've been caged. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm No. And probably because I'm not, I, for that, for the past year or something, like I just wasn't kind of in that space. And then, you know, I, we all know I crush on someone, but just, you know. So, <laughs> no. Oh. You do the dating apps, though. No. I thought you said you did. I have them, but I just do it for an ego boost, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we matched. No, leave yeah. me. <laughs> you matched. Ignore. What do you mean the ego boost? I like this coming from a guy. because It's it, cool when, you know, people like you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I DM a, just a fun line and I never say anything ever again. <laughs> wow. Well, what kind of line? Well, at least you don't what? talk to what, yourself. Like what line do you DM? Uh, it depends on their bio or if they have a dog or something, you know? Scott's not going to be... Pervy. Yeah, I'm not creepy. I'm usually respectful. And, yeah. If I showed you guys my Facebook purgatory messages, like, oh my God, the stuff I get. And all girls. Like, it, this is not exclusive to me. I'm sure I get less of it than the young girl. I can't imagine what the young girls get. I'm just like, oh, some of the things that have been said to me are unreal. And I just leave it in purgatory because I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, no, I'm not responding. It's a, but I don't block them. I'm just like, whatever. They're harmless. Is that your ego boost? Oh no! Why do you I, think guys are like that too. Uh, I, to right, be quite, right. to be quite frank, no, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, not at all. It doesn't do anything for my ego. Somebody that I actually am interested in connecting with me, it boosts my like. I'm like, oh, okay, like that's really cool. And then of course, I reply more like a dude because I'm just, I suck. So hold on a sec. So, is it a compliment when it's a hot dude, but when it's a busted dude, it's a creeper? No, I, I like literally, it, hot or not. I've had hot guys DM me, and uh, uh, there's some guys. I don't. I, hold on, I don't want to say that because there's some guys that are completely respectful, say yeah. nice things. I absolutely respond. Um, they're good looking. They're. I don't want to say not guy. I always try and give people a fair go because looks are relative. Um, and very respectful, and I'm just either, you know, I, I respond politely, respectfully. Um, and they, some of them end up being friend, like friends, like Facebook friends, and you're yeah. like, cool, you're a cool person, you know. 
just not. Well, next time we hang out, I'm gonna be talking to dudes and be like, "Yo, my friend over there is single." No, do not. She's hot. Go talk to her. Please don't. (laughs) Just good question for you though. Yeah. Oh God. How you got there? (laughs) I mean, I just love us right now, but like, how young would you go? Like, let's say he he checks your like some of your boxes because like loves you DM. Uh, what do you is, mean? How young? Age wise? Yeah. Age-wise. Oh, I talked about it. Uh, no younger than 35. Oh, yeah, 35. Um, and nobody that, uh, but that's tough because I don't want kids. I mean, oh, I have a kid. I don't want more kids. And I'm just giving like, I mean, like giving a shot, you know? Yeah. I, 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 and even 35 with this era of men, I feel like they're not maturing at all. Like they're just in this different place. And, and that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So. All right, guys, enough about me. Ew. (laughs) Although, you know who dates older women? Do you guys know Matt Reif, the comedian? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was seeing some of those. Did you see that? You know who he is? I do, yeah. He's hysterical. He's like the hot new comedian. He's awesome. He's He's got the great jawline. Women just follow him. He's a little too... I, I don't know if I find him hot. I think he's, like, interesting looking. Yeah, put him up. He's... Women just fall all he's over like him. He's a looking kid. You know what I think I like about him is I've watched a lot of podcasts he's on, and he's a really good human. Like, he's a good person. He seems down to earth. But here's yeah. the... There he is. Look at him. Well, Aw, he's we, a baby. Frankie, so we actually saw him uh, on that show with Keenan Thompson, Chrissy Teigen, and the other comedian, um, Jeff... Uh, but it was like a show just of comedians, like new comedians coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's the show. He, that's how he got yeah, popular. That's, that's how he got, yeah, that's how oh. he blew up. It was it was a comedian sh- comedy like talent search or something. Yeah, I um, but oh, he, the one where they okay, I remember what you're talking about. So yeah. he was on a TikTok. He was on a podcast with one of his really good friends, and they just he goes, "Dude, you like the old ladies?" To Matt Rife, like, and he's like, and they just keep getting older because before he would cut it off, I think at like forty or forty five. But every one of them has played him and broke his, like, heart. Yeah. No, not Maddie. Yes, like, these older yeah. women. And I'm like, okay, either he's super emotional, which I have a feeling maybe he is. But, like, I'm like, all oh, this poor boy, these older women are killing him. Yeah, his boy was talking about, like, stop dating these older women. Because then you come to my house, you're crying. crying. And like and He's like, <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm so sorry. He's young, I, and I don't get it because when you, so I went, what I did was I opened the comments and women are just like, I got you, dude, all day long and like love him, my age women. Yeah. And I just said, um, Matt, you'll find that, I said something sweet. I was like, you'll find the right girl. You're a really good human. Like, cause he is, he, he's like, a kid. Right no, I don't want to date. I, although I should just play my cards. <laughs> Like Come on, Matt. <laughs> if you're watching this, you have a shot with Jess. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, God. No, no. But that would be my luck. That's uh, that's the celebrity I would get, and he's a child, and then all of a sudden he wants kids and shit, and then I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> so we keep talking about you and dating this and that. Yeah. You uh, crushing on anybody lately? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> no comment, really? You plead the fifth, really? <laughs> You know this answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I, I can see myself on the screen. I am in shades of TMZ wants to know. Same same person I've been crushing on. But whatever. I digress. I digress. <laughs> so real quick, I wanted to ask you, Frankie, um, since you guys are firing away with questions, I was thinking about this the other day because somebody was talking about it on one of the socials is what is the biggest lesson in the last year you think you've learned? Ooh, I found it interesting because I was like sitting back going, hmm, I think we should ask ourselves these questions. Yeah. <laughs> For me personally, I think I learned the importance of actually loving yourself. Yeah. Because to me, it's easy to take care of other people. Yeah. Like, it comes natural to like put everybody else first. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't even think about it. I just do it. Yeah. But it was never easy for me to actually take care of myself yeah and you're doing you're doing it you're doing it all the way around i mean i i don't want to go into our personal conversations that we have um you know someone asked me sidebar real quick like how do you share so much about yourself i said i share a 20th of 
myself. I'm an extremely private person. And I know that's hard to believe because I'm a social poster. But if you notice, I'm often in my story. Comedy. Oh, that'll make someone laugh. This will make someone, oh, a selfie here and there. Because I I think my selfie posting is different. My intent is different now. I'm just like, (laughs) oh, Jessica, you look good. I'm going to do, I'm going to do that one today. (laughs) Like, I don't care if people like it or not. Um, You know, and then it's a life lesson. Like I just post and post and it's more because I hope that like I see it and make someone laugh or I see it and it helps somebody that day who might be going through it. Cause I know what it's like to go through it. So I share a lot, but I don't share a lot. I I share a 20th of who I am. And I, I don't know if I would, my closest friends know that's absolutely true. Um, what I hold back, what I'm extremely private about. Um, and they know, I mean, they know my, my ish. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what I get you. I'm pretty, I'm I'm the same way. You and I are so similar. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of conversations that we, yeah, to ourselves. Well, I find it interesting because like, I I mean, I think people think you're putting it all out there. I'm like, yes, this is who I am when I'm on air. I mean, but the, I there's a lot I don't talk about, and it's not bad stuff. It's good stuff too. Correct, I, correct. I protect a lot in my life, and uh, sometimes my emotions or my feelings on, uh, you know, um, just different subjects or things I've been through, and and I protect people like um, people I know, or if I'm in my next relationship, like I'm not. I throw a lot out there, but I'm not there to throw it all out there because I, I find things extremely sacred and some are fun. Like yeah. I want to share, like, what are we doing? Yeah, we're in this country or we're, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's different. But the intimacy, meaning like, like other things are very private to me. But yeah, so you've learned that. What have you learned, Scott? Where are you again? You just disappear. I find I always, you know what I like, Scott, about this for you is because at 24, no one's asking you these things. And you're going to become this just such self-aware person that we're going to make you such a good man for a chick. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they, these are some good tips. I, I What you said, I think, is awesome. And, yeah. and whether I realize it or not, like, you really have to take time for yourself and stuff. And, you know, we work all the time and grind all the time. But there's got to be some self-reflecting and stuff for you. So I love what you say. I, I would agree with you. Because, yeah. you know, Jessica knows me for a long time. And, you know, I'm always happy, good energy. But... Like when I finally took some time to really reflect and, and put myself first, I realized that I'm generally happy right now. You, you know are. what I'm saying? It's like and I've been through a lot of stuff, like mm-hmm. emotional, physical. But now that I that I take a step back and take care of myself, you know, I feel like I'm healing. I feel like I'm good to myself. Before I felt so guilty, you know, like yeah. after a divorce, after all that, like yeah. I felt like, you know, I should be taking care of my kids more, like why did my marriage fail? Like stuff like that. Yeah. But then when I'm at peace with all that and I look back and I, I reflect on myself, I feel great. You know, I did my best and I, I a lot of stuff. I know I felt in certain things. Yeah. But when I start taking care of myself, like physically, you know, it led to healing and, and emotionally, yeah. you know, spiritually, like it leads to other stuff to yeah. discipline, yeah. to realizing like, okay, there's a lot of stuff I was doing that was like detrimental to myself. It looked like fun. Well, you pissed me off, like, in a, in a, not pissed me off, that was, that sounded really harsh, because you had the heart attack, and then I saw you, we, like, Frankie and I are always close, but we disconnect sometimes, I hope we never do again, but that was just situational, because, you know, um, and when I saw you again, we started hanging out, I'm like, what are you doing? You got a second chance of life, like, what are you doing? A lot Mm. of people have what happened to you, and they just flatline, um, and, I really lit you up. Like I don't hold back and I do it out of love. Like it, it sounds harsh, but I, I'm not a sugarcoater. Like if you want right. my honest opinion or if I'm looking at you going, you're, you're effing up. I, I mean, I'm, I'm straight up. So. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, that, that advice and also the way you live your life, your example also like motivates me to take care right. of myself. So, right. you know, sometimes it just takes a while for things to click, but uh, I feel great now. I mean, I have so much energy. I'm like, I'm generally happy now. Yeah. You know, and it leads to other stuff. Sit down. So that's like the most important thing I learned this year. And I'm super excited about it. Scott, what did you learn though? Like you didn't really say, you're saying what Frankie said. Do you have anything you learned? That is such a hard question. I don't know. I'm putting me on the spot. Jeff, do you have (laughs) anything you've learned this year that you would like to share? You're less emotional outwardly than I am. 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> Jeff's like, shut up, Jessica. No, I got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, if anything, I would just say petty things. Mm. Like, you know the little things sometimes you can overthink? Yeah. Like, yeah. just don't overthink them. Like, they're just something little. It's That's just one, what I learned. Life, life is once and one thing at a time, and yeah. nothing's ever, like, like, yes, it seems so urgent. Yes, in the moment, things are urgent. Yeah, I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to say that, but at the end of the day... they'll all come together. It'll all be taken care of. Nobody needs to scream, calm down, you know, things like that. I think for me, I learned to give myself grace. Um, I didn't know what that meant before. Like I give myself grace. Like I was so hard on myself and now I'm like, like, you know, I don't drink a ton, but if I want to have the grace to have a drink, I will. Or, but in bigger things too. So I give myself grace and I give others grace. And I, I didn't understand that. Um, I learned that healing is definitely an ongoing journey. Uh, it, it's never done. Um, and I think um, I put a high concentration. I think poor she has to come out. I put a high concentration on not doing things from ego because, mm. I, and, and a big concentration on going into my next relationship and, and consciously being aware of not to love from ego. And I think. I can't put that into words. It's something you got to think about and understand it for yourself. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I get, I do get it now because, you know, when you take the ego out of love, then you're really loving. And and that can be with your family. That can be with your friends. I don't want to get, like, I don't want to get dark and deep. But, like, <laughs> you know, the, I think those are the things, like, I really took out of this year because, uh. I mean, I, you know, we talked about a subject of heartbreak I, I, I have people um who come to me a lot like how did you make it through because last year was rough right like uh-huh. last march I, I it was it was really hard for me uh-huh. and have you ever had your heart broken heck yeah jeff um not really yeah you have to have a heart uh-huh. right for that to happen <laughs> no i no <laughs> honestly good. i've really had one like love of my life you have? Yes. Do I know the person? Probably not. Aww. I was, I was 23 and we were dating and it just wasn't the right timing. And um, Where is she? We, I don't know. Probably Maryland, I guess. And it wasn't a heartbreak? No, he said. No, I mean, oh. I was I was sad, but I wasn't heartbroken. I mean, I like, you got to move on with your life. Like. I think uh, you're really think good like, at... Cur- like when my dad passed, yeah, I was heartbroken. That's, you know, that's, that like is like real pain that's, for me. I, that's going to lead me to my you point. Know. I think you... Carp- comp- I always... Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. I always can't spit it out in the moment. I think you do that very well. I do it as well. I can car- compart... God, here we go. I know you compartmentalize I, better than you can say it. Yeah. It's a hard word. So when I'm saying it at home, I can do it. But when I'm consciously Compart- thinking about compartmentalize... I know the word. Um, poor Oshi. I'm not even going to try it. I want you to think I'm having a seizure in here. <laughs> I think, have you had your heartbreak? No, I'm not like that. Not, no. Not romantic. Scott. Person. Oh, yeah. What's heartbreak to you? Because Jeff kind of set this up for me, what I had written down. What is it for I, I you? Mean, potentially the one, you know, just like Jeff said, wrong time, wrong yeah. place. So, so what I learned when I got, you know, when my relationship ended because I, I think I think we put blame and like he broke my heart she broke my heart but the truth of the matter your relationship fell apart so how I view heartbreak is so different now right yeah. I did have one guy where that was a love heartbreak and I think you handle things better as you get older because I think when you're young and we and that was on that podcast we watched you really feel things when you're young really feel them And so it's a lot harder for kids. We don't give kids enough credit. Like I said that on one show, like people are like, oh, they're not in love. They absolutely are in love at the level of emotion they have. And it's not cool to say that to kids. I hate that. And I correct adults all the time. How dare you? And when they get broken up with, they don't have the emotional intelligence and life experience to know how to deal with it as well. And I think we don't give kids enough for credit for how deeply they feel. Stop it, Osh. Sorry, guys. Well, I'm going to tell you something funny about myself. I'm going to make a confession. Um, and who can testify, like, can, like, confirm this. So our mother, she always used to play romantic music, like, breakup songs. Like, she would sing them, like, you know, just with everything. 
So at a very young age, yes. I was exposed to all that, right? So when when my marriage ended and and I broke up, I would play like every breakup song and I would cry to the point that Jessica, I honestly enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed that pain. Yeah. 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 It's like I I I, I loved yeah. living it. I was like, yeah, I forget to say, like, yeah, like my heart was broken and I could brag about it and I survived yeah. it. Yeah. Is, is that is that normal? <laughs> no. But we're gonna pause on that. We're gonna go to a break real quick and come back in just a few minutes. Scott's gonna run some ads and we'll be right back. And welcome back to a tribe called Jazz. Sorry, I had to take Oshi outside. <laughs> and he didn't do anything. He just wants some fresh air. Life of a terrier. He just wants to go party is what uh, I think Scott said. You're probably right. (laughs) He is a party dog. He did go to a rooftop techno party at Clarendon Ballroom. I kept him behind the speakers before everyone freaks out. And he had the best time. Oh, she loves music. He had had such a great time. They're not allowed to be in front of the speaker? I wouldn't put him. His poor little ears. (laughs) Blow his ears out. So I kept him in his stroller back, and he just stood up, and he... Like love and everybody's giving him attention and everybody's drunk dancing in front of him. He had that time in his life. He was raised on a boat the minute I, you know, got him with tie up with subwoofers and <laughs> Oh, those parties are so much fun. Yeah, oh she's a he's a party dog and he, he's actually super well behaved when we're out. Like super well behaved. He goes to like fine dining to parties to whatever. I just I mean, don't had, take him to Echo. You've had DJs on your boat. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how fun well, the parties are. On uh, our friend's boat, yeah. Not on mine, but on, whatever. On the boat. And I'm going boating this weekend, and um, one of the people is a DJ, so that'll be super cool. One of the people going to be out. So, Sunday? Or, no, next week. Oh, I'm so confused with this holiday. Just so for the record, July is my favorite month, and July 4th, I would give up every other holiday for this holiday. It is my favorite. I love fireworks more than anything. I'll send Jeff some pictures to post up on the website because people get great shots of me every year, like my shadow watching the fireworks. I get so excited, guys. Like <laughs> I think it's so romantic. And I, nobody else views July 4th as romantic. But but I do. <laughs> no, it, it is. It I just is need someone to kiss summer. in the fireworks. <laughs> we know summer with the vibe. You're um, having fun. And when the sunset's going down, it's romantic. Yeah, I'm a summer girl, but I find fireworks and sparklers, I relate to romantic. Um, I used to be terrified of them as a kid, and now I'm just like, oh, they're so romantic. <laughs> and I just I just like the vibe of summer. I'm just a summer water girl. Yeah. Like, I, if I could wear a bikini all in little shorts and flippies all the time in gym clothes, <laughs> this is like, I have my pink taco shirt guys on. Oh, you wanted to know about this. This was a discussion. We'll go back into heartbreak. So uh, this was my pink taco Las Vegas shirt. You had me a pink. And you, Jeff goes, nice pink taco or something. <laughs> What'd you say, Jeff? <laughs> I want to. Something about liking your pink taco, I yeah. think. <laughs> Jeff has never seen my pink taco. And then he mentioned something about a soap that makes. Oh, so I went oh, to yeah. this. I went, I, I, I threw it out, I think just recent. I went to like, you know, one of those bachelorette parties or the showers or whatever. There was probably a stripper there. You know, the men's stripper, which grosses me out. Oh, my God. This dude put his, like, you know, stripping. And I'm like, I'm the last girl you want to put your wiener in my face. I'm good, dude. Get the fuck away from me. (laughs) But, yeah, they had in the gift bag, they had a soap. And supposedly it turned your your ish. If it's, like, off-colored, like, you know, I don't know, worn out. (laughs) Back to pink. I don't know. I never used it. Never had to. But I had never heard of such a thing, but people use it. It's like a thing. It's like a thing. Personal, no personal experience with it. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to find that soap. I think you like uh, the people that sell like the, the sex toy <coughs> parties and um, Scott can probably pull it up right online. Better be careful what he pulls up. Um, and, uh, you know, like the places, there's still places that sell like sex. So DC has uh. places that actually sell the crap in the stores still. I don't know if. Manassas used to have that one place, and I don't know where if it's still there. Well, we need to clarify this for all the white girls that are dating, you know, boyfriends <laughs> that are. Why are we bringing race into it? Well, they're dating, you know, Latinos and black dudes. They're gonna need to, that soap. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. 
That's what I'm saying. Oh my God. This went <laughs> south. We're talking about heartbreak and all of a sudden we're talking about pink tacos and, and good <laughs> pink taco could heal heartbreak, probably. That's and the penis size of different areas. Yeah, because that's how you heal a heartbreak. That, that's that's a different kind of heartbreak. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yes. See? There's a whole thing of them. It's a thing. For the viewers out there who are only listening in sound and playback, there's like this whole, Scott has it up on the screen. You can watch this show always back on YouTube in video. And yeah, there's a ton of these soaps. Must are eating those like Tide Pod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, Tide Pod eating. Well, what were you saying when I had to go to break? And again, sorry about that, guys. You were saying something about the heartache and pain, and I was just oh yeah focused. that um and now was, oh she's asleep that I was kind of extra that I because our mom used to play all the music you know like love songs and breakup songs yeah so when I went through the breakup it was like I was playing every song that's I was good just it makes you cry it in it makes you cry it's good to cry yeah but I felt like I was just extra like I just took it to the next level to be like but you know what though it's good to cry sometimes I do that on purpose so I cry because I'm so overwhelmed with emotion and but, I'll hold it in and so I want to cry yeah I mean it's good. But I think, I guess your heartbreak is the level to a, the amount of love you gave. No. So no? I, I view heartbreak completely different now. So I had a guy that I have had my heart broken until, I say heartbroken till March. Like, I didn't get, I'll explain this. I'll pull this in where it was actually a love heartbreak where, so I don't drunk text ever, ever. Oh boy. Like ever. People, girls are like, how do you do it? How, drunk text men. Like, how do you <laughs> not like text like, um, the person you refer to. Like, I'm like, I won't. It, or I just don't. I think I sent one in my breakup, like, angry. It was about something, though. And I was like, oh, God, that was just so dumb. So unlike me, yeah. I don't. And I can be like Jeff and carp- compartmentalize <laughs> my emotions really well. Like, you could see me out and I'll smile, hug you. And you'll, it took, I still have people go, oh, God, you guys broke up to this day because I'm very good at, putting look life life goes on right so one guy he really did like break my love heart like it was that kind of heartbreak now i look at his difference so like as i reflected uh, coming a year uh, because we we both listened to this podcast this week with kelly clarkson and i found it so insightful coming to this point heartbreak for me is not about necessarily love yes you're gonna miss that person but it was the break of a the heartbreak came with the life. Yeah. It, it, meaning like you're not just breaking up as people because I think ultimately we needed to go our separate ways, right? And I have respect for him. He has respect for me. And there's no need to hate people. I understand when people do something naughty, but there's, you know, I have no no ill will. But like it was the break of a life. This was our friend group, our this, our that. This was my life. This was my family. I cooked I mean, I cook, I love to cook, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner during, especially during COVID, you know, being home. And now it's just our life. I mean, Nico, everything, even though he, he was not Nico's dad. So I think that's really where the heartbreak was, is this life. But then when my grandfather just died, I, I was equally heartbroken in a different way. Like Jeff was saying, like I was just heartbroken and so I think heartbreak in itself is grief. It, I don't think anybody causes it. I think it's just, it, it is a life, a part of life ending, whether that's a human life ending. I think they're different. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, but so heartbreak's different for me. And I think, I think the good points that, that I came out of this with is, you know, there is, one thing is people out there listening, when people are going through it, the one thing that annoyed me, I mean, especially this first few months, because I am a strong person and everybody knows that. You're so strong. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Stop telling me I'm strong. I know I'm strong, but right now I'm not strong. Yeah. Or trying to fix it. And I'm like, and I'm just saying, Rano, I'm not mad at them, but I just remember crying to my girlfriends, heaving, crying, and going, if one more person tells me I'm strong, I'm going to literally punch them. And they didn't deserve it. I mean, they're just trying to be supportive. I mean, not my friends, meaning just random random people that would reach out. 
And uh, my girlfriends understood. Like, they, the greatest thing about having really best friends who are in tune with you during that time is they listened. They knew there was, there's nothing you can say when somebody is going through it or somebody, like, the best thing you can say to somebody who's lost somebody or heartbreak, especially grief with, with death, is I'm here. Yeah. There, there are no words. Yeah. Every person's unique. There's nothing you're going to say that makes it better. And everybody knows inherently to a point there's light at the end of the tunnel. But you don't need to tell them that right now because they're not seeing no fucking light. Excuse my French. I tried not to curse this time. I, I wasn't seeing any light at the end of the tunnel at that time. So please don't. I think don't say that. Just say, hey, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. And if you're not okay, please reach out. And there were moments when I... I was never going to hurt myself, but I, I, I was not okay. And, but I do remember, um, some people say gradually you get better. I remember, I think it was around July 24th of last year where I being out in DC, I was sober. I I got drunk later. Don't take me wrong. (laughs) Got really hammered. But I remember being like, I'm okay. It's like this feeling washed over me. I was out and I'm like, oh my God, I'm okay. Not better. Not didn't have more work to do. I just remember, I know I'm going to be okay. And it was just like that. And so it was interesting to me. And I feel such gratitude, like everything I've gone through in life that's really, really hard. And someday I've gone through way worse. Um, and I'll, I hope to talk about it because it's a story I help other people with in life. And I, I can't talk about it right now on the show. But I have such gratitude. When you come out on the other side of something like a breakup and you have such gratitude for the experience because you have to find silver linings, guys, and you have to find the lesson and the gratitude in all hard situations. And I'm so grateful that I went through it because I taught myself so many things. And I'm proud of that. And I'm, look, life is once and I'm still here and I'm having fun. So I think, yeah, the heartbreak changed for me. Well, once you get past certain things, you, you kind of looked at it, you can look at it differently. Mm-hmm. I remember um, at first, you know, you kind of look at like all oh, things ended, it was so bad. Like you think of the negative stuff, right? Yeah. But then once you get past it, you get a chance to reminisce and remember the wonderful things because it wasn't all bad. Oh, That's absolutely That's what I love that podcast you sent from Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. She mentioned that she was like, mm-hmm. it wasn't bad when when when, we when were it was married. good yeah exactly it was just it just mm-hmm. ended that's exactly what we said it just ended and sometimes things have, yeah, to end. have to end even friendships have to end and yeah. and that doesn't make that time in your life not amazing i you know the only thing i ever say i regret is like oh god i'm 48 coming or 47 coming out of it at the time and i'm like so that i was like i stopped the process yeah. but like I don't regret it. I had so much fun and we had so many good times and there was so much love there. Uh. And so, um, no, I, I, you can't be bitter. Like, yeah, bad shit happens to people and they're, they're very different situations where people come out of abuse and this and that. But even then, you can turn those things into, you know what, I'm going to go out and help somebody. You can recognize the signs of abuse and maybe you help someone get out sooner or save a life. And that is a part of healing. And thank God you got to go through that, got out, and now you've helped somebody else. Yeah. Like, how awesome is that? So, you know, I always say it's all in how you look at it. I think having humor in a breakup is essential. You got to laugh at shit. I laugh at myself all the time. Oh, I know. Me too. (laughs) Like... Like, I remember one day my eyes were so puffy and I had to look. I'm like, girl, you look like Quasimodo. No, nothing should make you look this bad. You are Jessica. Like, and you got to kind of say, like, get that vibe about yourself and laugh at yourself and laugh at situations. And and you got to cry it out. We shame crying in this country. which I think we shame crying, period, in the world a lot of times. And I'm like crying's no different than laughing it's just a different way to release emotion yeah, it's exactly and it's unfortunate because crying when i cry it out i'm like oh i feel so much better yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you think there's such thing as getting it like getting over it completely i don't think there is i think you just learn how to deal with stuff i mean am i over it yeah i think what's scarier is the other side of heartbreak what do i do now then you have to face everything else like yeah. Do I want to date? Do I want this? How you know career? Do I want to move to a different place? Because you know I really want to move to Miami. That's been like my on my books for like a year. Yeah, um, I can't wait so you can so I can come visit you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hurry up, Jessica. Move to Miami. I think the other <laughs> side of it is like, you know, and then learning like, what do I really want? And can I really find that? And a lot uh-huh. of a lot of self-realizations, because now you're not focused on the pain and the heartbreak. And I'm like, I think this is almost worse. <laughs> and I went through that. I actually went through that the last like four months. And I feel like I just this week came out of that, like uh-huh. end of last week. I'm like, okay, I think I'm starting to figure that out. So I think after that is is very interesting part. Um, you know, I just, I think we'll always be okay. We'll uh, always be okay. And I'll we got to wrap soon, but. I tell something that, uh, that I, that caught my attention um, is when I started realizing that I was using what happened to me as an excuse to be irresponsible and, and like a train wreck. And it was like, when I realized that, I was like, you know what? I, I control how I feel. I control what I do. Mm-hmm. And when I finally was took accountability for what happened and for the way I was behaving, yeah, it's like it completely changed my world. Well, I'm going to say this. I was hot mess, Jess, and I freaking loved every minute of it because <laughs> I don't give a shit that Jessica, that... I will, uh, there's a line in Silver Linings Playbook where she's like, there's a part of me that'll always be dirty and that's who I was and yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's one of my favorite, it might be my favorite movie, like modern movie. And I'm like, I love that Jessica. She was a wild child girl and I I, I still love her and there's a piece of her in me and I, yeah. I dig her and I'm glad I was like that. I'm not gonna go into words, but wild child. Uh, Jennifer and I'm Lawrence. still, I'm still wild. It's just not in a very different way. I take. Well, we learn. Obviously, hey. we learn. You know, we mature and we learn. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't we regret everything soon. I went through. Yeah. I mean, it makes me who I am now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I soaked it all in. Yeah. And here I am now, like living life, living and being buff, happy. ready to date, ready to go. I Maybe know. not hoe it out, commit, and have lots of sex in different countries. And next week, um, I think we're gonna have a guest from Arlington. Um, Juan, so we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't used to be an A Town favorite. I think he'll be on next week. I'm gonna talk to him real quick, Scott. Give me one sec. Talk about um, how it's better to be attractive to 100 women than the for guys to bang 100 women. I didn't get to it today, but it was a really good subject, and I'll get to it. You know, we have plenty of episodes, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the inboxes. I love you all. Tune in next Wednesday and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. when we're all back right here. Take care, guys. Later.